0: This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else.
1: Hello, Late Tea Time podders around the world. Very good to have you with us again. We're here on a Wednesday. It's the first time for a while we've been here on a Wednesday. This is our usual home and we come as late as we can on a Wednesday, to uh, allow Dave Tyndall, who was uh, always alongside me on the Late Tea Time podcast, the chance to get his gargantuan golfing brain around the world of golf and the tournament ahead. How are you, DT?
0: Yeah, good, thank you. Um, looking forward to this one. It's um, Don't be thrown by the title, the Cognizant Classic. It's what we all know as the Honda. Uh, well, so,
1: done, yeah, yeah, but, but
0: that's what it's called, isn't it? it. Well, it is yeah I, I've, not, I've not come to terms with it just yet but, um, you,
1: you started making me think I'd made a mistake there but I hadn't yeah no no um, but uh, we, yes, we have got... I'll bring it onto the screen, seeing uh, as yeah, you've mentioned it. That is our, uh, our tournament this week. I'll, I'll run through the uh, top end of the market. Rory McIlroy is hot favourite. He's miles ahead, 8-1 to one in the market. You've got Cam Young in there at 22s. Russell Henley's 25s. Mm-hmm. Eric Cole's 28. You Young Kim is Tom Kim, isn't it? He's 28-1. to one. Matt Fitzpatrick is 30-1. to one, And the rest are a uh, bigger... Um, good field as well DT this time but um, Rory is very short compared to the rest isn't he?
0: Yeah he has won this but it was a long time ago over 10 years ago so um, his record in recent times he's not played it for quite a few years but his record towards the end of that run was a bit poor, missed, missed cuts but just just before we came on air to do this I was reading his quotes actually and he said the course is a lot easier than it was 10 years ago Okay. So I don't know whether he so said it's softer, the rough's not as tough. So whether he's... It's funny, I didn't, I didn't see anyone else say that in the interviews, but maybe, maybe Rory is kidding himself or he's wanting to mm. be in a positive frame of mind. But I think you can generally believe him. But uh, yeah, it, it's normal. It, very often this was one with it's like nine under and six under and seven under single digits. But last year, uh, I think last three, it's got into double digits and if Rory's correct uh, we might see something maybe I don't know 15 under possibly which is a shame because you kind of you like the 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 tough ones there's enough easy blooming tournaments out there where somebody wins it with 25 under so you want difference don't you so I
1: always think something around about five under six under as Mm. the lead is, is great with a lot of people struggling to actually make
0: par yeah, you don't. Know, I mean, you don't want that everywhere. But then again, you don't want a birdie fest every week. So it's no, a shame okay. if they've diluted this one a little bit. But we'll see how it how it pans out. Well, maybe
1: Rory had something against Hondas in recent years. And now he like he likes co- to drive a cognizant. Do you know what a
0: cognizant is? Is it a thing? Is
1: it? A, I don't know. I,
0: don't
1: know. That's, I mean, this is what happens when you uh, you brand up a tournament with your brand name.
0: Not everybody knows what it is. <laughs> no. Yeah, I've got we'll, no idea. And will it will it uh, change our minds? Will we be going out and buying cognizant stuff? I don't even I mean, know. What, what, it, what, what is it?
1: I mean, you might be walking what? through the supermarket next week and you'll see the cognizant brand of washing powder and think, "Oh yeah, I recognise yeah. that." I mean, I've no idea if it's washing no, it's powder. Right. It it might it might be all kinds of different things, but cognizant classic is uh, where we're at with this one. I mean, I, I'm getting. I've not got into the habit yet. Of thanking our sponsors, have mm-hmm. I? I should do this right at the start of the show. Thank you to uh, everybody at uh, SwitchWaterSupplier.com. And he's downing some water there. And uh, if you're a business DT, you could save money on that water by going to switchwatersupplier.com, registering, they'll do all the hard work for you, they'll find you the best prices, can save you thousands as a business. And if you're a golf course, you you use a lot of water. So uh, switchwatersupplier.com. I think I've redeemed myself there by uh, mentioning them in full. Um,
0: Anyway, so... If, if, you are, if you are a golf course, by the way, this, this has got thir- 13 of the 18 holes have got water on them. There you go. So if someone from Florida wants to get in contact with uh, our sponsors. Yeah.
1: If you currently uh, stood over a, a hose yeah, pipe yeah. and you're thinking, blimey, I'm using a lot of water to fill this pond, um, then uh, yeah, there, there you go. Uh, switchwatersupplier.com. So Rory is hot favourite, but we come as late as possible on a Wednesday to allow you to... Kind of sample what is around in terms of the press conferences, the rumours, the gossip, the the latest news from the course? Has that led us anywhere?
0: Does it lead us to Rory? Does it lead us somewhere else? It's funny, just as you say that, the the man in question scrolls across the screen there. Um, I don't know if you're saying it at the same time, but it was Daniel Berger was right in the middle of the screen, just as you said that, and he's the guy. To be fair, he... Was already in my thoughts this week, because um, he loves this event. So, but I was really interested to see what he might say on the eve of it, because he's coming back from an injury that kept him out from June 2022 until the start of this year. So, a long, long absence. And is heard... he is he um, entering this tournament with relish, Burger? Yeah, I yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try I'll try and think of a few more. We we maybe we should back him next week because I think the week before you made a lot of Jake Knapp jokes. Yeah. Sleeping and he wins a couple of I'm ahead of my time, DT. I'm yeah. always ahead
1: of my time. Yeah. So there
0: you go. Back Daniel Berger next week as well. Uh, but but for this week, um yeah, I wanted to see how what he was his very latest thoughts were. We kind of know <laughs> Some of the, what he was going to say because this is his local event. So, some of his quotes I love this place. I played a lot of golf tournaments here as a junior, as an amateur. Always nice to come back. Um, he loves the idea that he can um sleep in his own bed and walk his dog and things like that. So, it's really, he likes those uh, home comforts. And it plays out because the first time I think most people ever saw him, he was finishing runner-up after a playoff loss to Padraic Harrington in this tournament, 2015. So that marked him down. It was this young kid, Daniel Berger. Um, And since then, he's become a top 20 player in the world. And his last two attempts here, uh, 2021 and... might have been 2020 and 2022, he was fourth. So he's got a a second and a couple of fourths on his latest two attempts. And just that one when he was fourth last time, he took a five-shot lead into the final round, and you think... What a surprise that he didn't win here but from what he was saying today he said when I played here in 2022 I was only 50% fit and that's not a level you can compete at day in, day out. So I think at the time we weren't completely aware how bad his back was but it clearly hampered him back then. So this idea that maybe there's some unfinished business for him I think. He was also um, he was interviewed on the No Laying Up podcast a really excellent podcast just really sort of Casually, with his you know buds in and stuff like that, do, and the on the no laying up podcast. Mention us at all? Well, I hope so. Yeah. Well, if you're I'm watching, maybe, yeah, next so week, mention it. us. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, he was talking on there, and he, I think that the the gap, the kind of eighteen months off, was giving him a chance to to sort of take stock a bit, get some perspective, and they were sort of saying, you know, in the whole of golf, the whole. Think about how many people played golf. You were the 20th best player. And he was kind of saying, yeah, I've sort of realised, you know, that and I should maybe take it in a bit more, appreciate it. He says he's a real grinder. And I think what we really wanted to know this week was how fit is he? So one of, you know, provides the perfect uh, quote. He says, he didn't want to rush back. He says, it took me a long time. I didn't want to be one of those guys that came back too early and was hurt three months later. I wanted to feel 100% and be able to do everything I wanted to do, and that's where I feel now. And then the interviewer says, are you 100%? And he goes, yeah, I feel perfect now. So, he's, yeah, it's, that's all good. There's no sort of, well, you know, it's, it's, I'm not quite right yet. He's proper, proper feels that this is right now. And he's had three comeback events, and in the latest one, he was 28th in Phoenix, so I think now he's got that marker down, here he comes to one of his absolute favourite events. I think he's ready to really put in a challenge. And if you look at his price, 40 to 1, you've got scrolling across the screen. Yeah. Presuming all things being equal, he, he remains fit, He's in. he remains a, a top, top golfer. You'll never get 40 to 1 on, on him here again. What do you, what do you, do you think of that? Because that? That, that's 40 to 1 is five
1: places. Yeah, um, you can get him at uh, thirty-five to one for eight places with Boyles. Yeah,
0: up. I mean probably thirty-five to one. There's a bit of me that wants to maybe split the stakes and have a bit of forties, just to yeah. just to get that bigger price, because he won't be that in a similar field next year if he's in the same form. We it'll be twenties, twenty-two, something like that. So this is like a, almost a one-off chance to get him at forties. We, we're kind of trying to anticipate when he he lands that big comeback finish and just looks so obvious a place. And just the quotes he said in his press conference, um, just back that up that, you know, all all systems go really for him. So yeah, I, he's my number one bet this week.
1: Okay. Daniel Berger then goes on to our betting slip. 40 to one, 35 to one, even 33s. You can get to different places with that. But Daniel Berger goes on to our betting slip. I've mentioned switchwatersupplier.com. Let's play their advert, shall we? All golfers want to stay away from the water. That splash as your round sinks beneath the surface is never a good sound. But golf courses rely on water to keep those fairways and greens lush for that post-round shower or the clean glass at the 19th hole. Golf courses, indeed most businesses, spend way too much money on their water bills. Switch water supplier can cut your water costs and help your business save money. Register now at switchwatersuppliers.com Com. They will do all the hard work and get your business the very best price for your water supply and claim money back if you've been overcharged. SwitchwaterSupplier.com. Switching made simple. I made that advert, DT. Um, anyway, I'm quite proud mm-hmm. of that. Um, anyway, thank you very much to SwitchwaterSupplier.com for their continued support of the uh, Late Tea Time podcast. Back to the Cognizant Classic then. And uh, we've had one pick. Daniel Berger, with Relish, goes on to our betting slip. Have we got any other uh, meat-based products that we're going to back in this tournament?
0: No, but I'm sure there's a pun in there somewhere. The, the other guy, we're playing the local angle again, Max Grayserman or Griezmann. Okay. Not Antoine Griezmann, it's Grazerman. I mean, who knows how you pronounce it because he's got some interesting um, family I'm history. Sure, I'm sure he knows how he pronounces it. Yeah, but I bet he gets a lot of different versions and the original could be quite different. But Max Graysman, so he's um, he graduated from the Corn Ferry Tour last year. And the angle here, as we're quite used to on the Late Tea Time podcast, is he's a local guy. So he says, I spent a lot of my junior junior years down here. And then he says, there's some villas right over there. I used to live in one of those townhouses. Um, So... He's right on home soil. Now he lives ten minutes away from the course. He says, uh, "I get to sleep at home. I've got my wife, my dog with me. My so maybe him and Daniel Berger could go on a joint dog walk together because they're both sort of delighted to have the dogs with them. Mm-hmm. A nice calming effect, unless they start scrapping. Who knows? Are you a dog? Are you a dog man or a cat man?
1: I I can um, I can stomach a dog. Yeah, <laughs> I prefer dogs to cats.
0: Okay. There's a whole new podcast if uh, this one doesn't take off. Dogs or cats, which is best? Yeah. That's
1: probably that. better is one. Yes,
0: I've not heard of a golfer who, who got a cat. You always hear that they've got a dog. I guess if you go out for walks as a golfer. You want a dog, don't you?
1: Yeah, there you go. He had a big cat on his on his drivers, didn't he? But
0: yeah, rookie foul sponsored by Puma. I'm sure if any golfers are watching who have a cat, let us know. But, yeah, so Max Griezmann's got the big local.
1: Colin Morichero looks, like, looks like a cat, man.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. All right, well, next podcast we'll go through the World's Top 50 and decide whether they've got a dog or a cat or neither. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Tune in next right. week, everybody. Tune yeah, in next week. Get, get them tuning in in their droves. Um, but, yeah, Max Griezmann. So what the interesting line is, Neither of my parents are from the U.S. They're both from modern-day Ukraine, which was the Soviet Union back uh, then, so no golf over there. Um, so, yeah, who knows how you pronounce his name. It doesn't sound very Ukrainian, does it, man No.
1: no. Um,
0: I mean, but, I, I, mean I, I do a lot
1: of tennis, DT, and um, yeah. other sports as well, and there's definitely a um, some Ukrainian athletes in, in all sports have really been inspired by... The conflict back home, yeah, kind yeah. of redoubling their efforts to try and do something to um, kind of do their bit, I guess, for the war effort. They're still obviously playing their sport and they're not anywhere near the the front line, but they want to, um, I think it's very, I mean, obviously, it's very much forthright to their minds what's going on back home.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, so he's got that interesting family history. He's also got an interesting um, kind of tour history because... One of the things he, he said is, Jake Knapp is a good friend of mine. We yeah. stayed together in Airbnbs. I'm actually going to play nine holes with him this afternoon. So you often get that, that there's this, a line of thinking and golf where you get this sort of um, inspiration by comparison. So you, you see your mate win and you mm-hmm. think, I could do that. I was playing alongside him on the corn ferry a few weeks, months back.
1: I only beat him last week,
0: yeah. Yeah, you just get that buzz. Well, you know, I've been beating him in practice for sort of money games or whatever. So I think, you know, what a time for it to rub off here in his local events. So that's so that quite an interesting uh, little angle for him. So obviously the, the the big question, though, is we've got these angles. Can he, how good is he? So I was just looking through his record. So the last time he played in Florida, his home state, um, he was 22nd in both his events, the... Sunco's classic. He's a good iron player. Uh, twice a runner-up runner, runner up on the Corn Ferry last summer. And then this season, yeah, well, I mean, we're talking about a big outsider here, so they, they expect some amazing results. But he was 28th after the third round of the American Express, uh, which was a decent run. He actually withdrew from Mexico last week with a back injury, but there's no mention of that um, in his press conference. So I presume he's all right. Um, and then looking... Um we're looking at his pro- looking at where we can back him then. you can back top 40. I thought that might be a reasonable ask. If if you want to nibble on him to be placed,
1: he's 250 yeah. to 1 eight places with Skybet. So that's your way in if you think he can go yeah. the whole hog. Um that's the best price you can get. You got eight places on the best price at the same time, which is a, a rarity, but obviously uh, um top 40 is where you're looking D T.
0: Yeah, he seems to be three to one with all the firms that are offering top 40. Um, it's one of those ones, that's that's the bet, the top 40. But, yeah, it's always tempting, isn't it, to have, go for the big one as well, just in case he, he has a great week. The other market I like him in, though, as well, is for first-round leader. Okay. I mean, that is a market you can win. I mean, ask him to win over 72 holes, yeah, that's a bit of an ask. But, but for 18, certainly could do. And there's a couple of things with that. Um it's going to be windy in day one. So that's good for a guy who plays all his golf in Florida. He's used to that. But it also looks like it's going to be slightly less windy in the morning. And he's got a morning tea time. So that just gives him a slight edge, I think. Um, and then I was looking at his, his round one record. And it's really good. So in, in his last, um, last 11 Corn Ferry Tour events, he finished in the top seven in six of those after day one. So that's a really good strike rate of being right up there on day one. So he's traditionally a good starter. Got a good tea time on his local course. They actually asked him. This property's got about four or five courses, mm. and they asked the question, how, "How many times do you think you play?" And he, he says hundreds. So he's very, very familiar with all this. So it's just an edge that he wouldn't have known about previously. And you know, add in the Jake Knapp sort of thing as well. So there's a few little interesting lines to. To back him in a few markets, and first round leader is definitely one of them. He's a good price as well, 175
1: to one, yeah. um, six places um, to uh, be a first round leader, three to one as you say to be top forty, 251 to win the uh, the entire thing, um, eight places available on him for that. So, uh, kind
0: of big numbers, aren't they? Yeah, they are. Yeah, I think you can even get 200 if you take a place less in the first okay. round leader. Um, but, so, yeah, I think those would be the markets to back him in. First round leader and top 40. So, uh, Max, um, I'm going to lay you say Grazerman. Grazeman, Grazeman, Grazerman. Yeah, he's Grazerman. Uh, he's on
1: our sheet. He's on our betting yeah. slip then, uh, Max. Is, so, good luck to him. Hopefully, his back is uh, firing on all cylinders and uh, he can do the business. And uh, if we can land a 250 to 1 or a 175 to 1, 200 to 1 for him to be first round leader or even a three-to-one for him to uh, creep into the top mm. 40, um, that'll make it uh, a successful week, DT. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're hear in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem-solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
0: This is Late Tea Time. The last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tindall. And I've got one more actually. One more, yeah, stripped, one more. I've
1: stripped us all the assets, ready to play the outro screen. Okay. And you, you're
0: still going, aren't you? Yeah, just one little quick mention for the first round leader. I don't, I don't particularly fancy him to to be there after 72. But Zach Johnson um, okay. is a, a traditionally a very good starter in this event. I was looking where he was after day one in the last few years. So 2019, he was second after day one. 2023 after day one, 2021 ninth after round one. Last year was 14th after round one. So overall in six of the last nine years, he's been in the top 15 after day one. Um, So for whatever reason, he just gets to this course and immediately finds a groove. Obviously you're thinking, well, since the Ryder Cup, he was the US captain, of course, what's he done as as a golfer? Well, Two two quick things. One of the, I don't know if you did you watch any of the Phoenix, the way I didn't see any of it, no. And it was just like kind of the last days of Rome and everyone was drunk on Bud Light and everything and they were just disgracing themselves. Well, there was one bit where they oh, were sorry, shouting. I did,
1: sorry, I did watch a lot of the Phoenix, yes. but the, yeah, 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 yeah
0: did. There's a, there's a clip where someone's giving it that from the crowd, maybe about, you know, him losing the Ryder Cup. And he just comes over to them and goes, shut up, like that at them. So he's got, he's got the fire in the belly still, Zach Johnson. And if it's going to be windy, well, he's a great wind player. He won, he won the Open Championship at St Andrews in 2015. And that year they had to actually stop playing because it was so windy and the balls were rolling on the green. So he came through that. So the wind, I think, is only a good thing for him. And then just to to add a final kind of, plus point for him in the american express last month he shot a first round 62 wow so he's got some first round leader form you know very very recently so got all the experience for the win still got that fire always goes well in the first round here and i think if you've got that first round leader market open still i think you'll find him at a big price yeah, I'll, I'll run through the prices. Actually,
1: Max Grazerman for to be top 40 has changed since we've been on air. So whether the uh, <laughs> really? the weight of your words has brought him in a little bit, but uh, Daniel Berger forty to one, five places to win the Cognizant Classic. Max Graesemann, he's two hundred to one to be uh, the winner. He is uh, 19 to 10 now to be top 40, 150 to one and um, first round leader. So he's come in significantly since we've been speaking. The power of Dave Tyndall's words and Zach Johnson 225 to one. Get on it quickly. Tyndall's that, spoken. That is will that, change. Zach
0: Johnson is that first
1: round leader price. That's first round leader price, yeah. Two
0: hundred and twenty-fives.
1: Yeah, two hundred and twenty-five to one. And um, that is with five places. We bet three, six, five. Mm. You can get kind of one more place elsewhere for kind of a less of a price. It's up to you.
0: Yeah. So yeah, shop around, see what you think. But yeah, I think he's one who could, could certainly make a big mark after 18 holes, Zach Johnson, because he normally does here. Yeah. Pounce quickly though. Dave Tyndall's spoken and those, uh, those prices are coming in the weight of
1: money after Tyndall has spoken and his words um, has uh, already reduced the, uh, the prices of Max Grazerman. And um, DT as always, thank you very much. uh, late late tea time pull us out there gamble responsibly this has been a sports broadcast media production and uh, we will try we'll endeavour to see you around about the same time next week always gamble responsibly visit begambleaware.org for more information